Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls and citizens of all ages. 801, it is Chris Logan getting into the Power Hour, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show here on Planet Radio 106.7. Brent, what's up? Good morning. Lauren, Seth, what's happening? Phil, Ian, good morning. Some of you watching on the live video feed on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. If you want to watch along, you want to see me in the Chris Logan Media Studio, you want to comment on what we're talking about, that's a way to do so. Noah, what's up? Good morning. Or you can continue doing what you're doing. You can listen on the radio, the apps. If you don't have the apps yet, go to the App Store, Google Play, and search for Listen to the Planet. And you can download the app iPhone, Android, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto enabled, and it's free. Also, you can go to the website and listen too. Now, maybe you're at work, you don't have a radio. I mean, whatever the situation is, listen to theplanet.com. You can listen online there. Also, we're not an official iHeart station. We're a local Acadiana Broadcasting Group station, but we are on the iHeart platform. And you can search Listen to the Planet there. Maybe that's how you get music. Maybe that's how you listen to some radio stations. And also, we are on TuneIn Radio, too. Search for Listen to the Planet there. Then Alexa. Very important with Alexa. For Alexa, hey, Mandy, good morning. For Alexa, you have to say, Alexa, enable the Planet Online skill. Bing. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. We're glad you're here this morning. Checking out the morning show. Got to say thanks to Motor City, one of our sponsors. Jean-Paul's been you know, by my side for a very long time. He and I uh, have a pretty good relationship. And, and thanks to him and the, and the crew over at Motor City for powering the morning show. The 1111 North University in Lafayette. You need a pre-owned vehicle. Maybe you're looking for something else. Go and see him. Check out the inventory, too, online, MotorCityLA.com. Thanks to Mandez's. They're the guy I've been knowing for a while, Jeff, Renee. Mandez is now two locations, the original on Ducey Road in Lafayette, the new one on Chemin Mattery in Youngsville. Delicious food. And you can check out the menu, mandezesgrill.com, and I suggest you follow them on social media too. And we also got a new sponsor of the morning show, the official specialty meat store of the morning show. That's Louisiana Blues Specialty Meats and Wild Game Processing. They're on Coteau Rodaire Highway, 2417 Coteau Rodaire Highway to be exact. And it's kind of like it, it's that point of what's Arneville, Cecilia, Bro Bridge. And their stuff over there is absolutely amazing. Smoked sausage, fresh sausage. Dude, they got cowboy stew over there. Uh, you know, any kind of specialty meat, marinated meats. I, look, you, you got to go and you got to check them out. You can check them out online too, labluesmarket.com. And then with hunting season coming up, you can use them for your wild game processing. You can call them or reach out for more information about that. But thanks to Louisiana Blues. 8.05 here inside of the Power Hour. What are we going to get to today? One of the most trending things yesterday afternoon around here was Pete's on Johnston. Also, the fact that Whataburger's going to Youngsville. Nationally, this was trending yesterday afternoon, last night, still today. Michael Orr from the blind side. Uh, Ole Miss great. Baltimore Ravens great. Is suing his blind side family for taking advantage of him. And also the Tuies are kind of clapping back a little bit. Have you heard the name Oliver Anthony? That cat's going viral. 
He has a song, Rich Men North of Richmond. I'm going to give you my take on that too. I mean, you get my take every weekday morning on things inside of the Power Hour, but you're going to get my take on that guy. And, and that song and how dumb the, the, like the media radio stations are, I, 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 just, I, I just I have to say it, and it's coming up later. Uh, what else we got? Oh, obviously, the other headline that's all over the place is another indictment, right? Got it. Uh-uh, sorry, this is pretty good. <laughs> A man straps 39 pancakes to his chest to understand his wife's struggles. I guess that's a way we can we we know we'll, we would know what it's like, fellas. Yeah, unless you got some little man boobies. <laughs> I, mean, I, I got I got some little man boobies. I mean, not like thirty nine pancakes, but I mean, look, some of us are rocking dad bods. It's all right. Got a few sports headlines to get to today. This is going to be good too. Incentives that jobs offer instead of raises. We've all been there. We've all been there. Want a raise, thinking you're going to get a raise. Instead, you got a pizza party on a Friday. I don't know. Maybe you got a box of boudin that they brought, they put in the, in the break room. We, we've all been there. <laughs> and it, we got more coming up. There's some that I've never seen or heard before. It's awesome. Seth says, what a burger, too, coming here to Bro Bridge. Awesome. I, I, I didn't see that. My apologies. What a burger, man, trying to, trying to take over. Oh, and then two other reminders real quick, and these two things are cool. One, so Saturday, Spank the Monkey, live on stage at Route 92. If you would like to go for free and get on the Planet guest list, go to listentotheplanet.com and register. Uh, you could win a spot for you and a friend on our guest list. Just go and register Friday morning at 8 here during the Power Hour. I will draw a winner. And more details on the website. Also this. This is very cool. I'm excited about this. And I had someone message me just minutes ago. Hey, we should do a Planet Fantasy Football League. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm doing it. So teaming up with Twin Peaks. And we have our Planet Radio Twin Peaks Fantasy Football League. So here's the deal. Now, this is, this is going to be a little... I guess we're going to call it exclusive. You know, maybe next year we make it bigger. We just kind of see how, how things go this year. But here's the deal with fantasy football. So I'm looking for eight players. We're going to have a 10-person league. I'm in it. And then Phil from Twin Peaks, who kind of helped me put all this together. He's in it too. I, I, I had to let him play. So we're looking for eight players. Our draft will be at Twin Peaks, and we're going to have a draft board. We're going to have some free food for us. We're going to have some free non-alcoholic beverages. You want to do alcohol, that's totally on you. And I'm probably going to have a couple beers. It just makes the fantasy football draft go better. Smack talking. You can smack talk. Wear your big boy pants, or wear, or ladies, if you're in, wear your, your big girl panties, all right? Because it, fantasy football is all about smack talk. We're going to have us some fun, and we're going to have our first ever Planet Radio Twin Peaks Fantasy League. And we're going to have some prizes for first and second place. And look, since I'm going to win first place, what I'll do is I'm going to give the prizes, Planet Radio swag and Twin Peaks gift cards, to second and third. So I mean, we're, we're really saying for the rules 
that first and second place get the prizes. But since I'm going to win, I'm not going to take the prizes. I'll just give them the second and third. And the smack talk has begun. <laughs> but that, if you want to enter, that is on the website too. Listen to theplanet.com. And we'll keep that running for two weeks. I'm going to draw that winner next Friday. Got it? Good. Our question of the day is rolling this morning, too. If you want to check that out, we'll get to some answers later on. It has to do with hangovers. <laughs> and what's your favorite hangover food or restaurant? Getting some great answers. That came from a story I was reading today, the most famous hangover foods across the United States. In Louisiana, they're saying a noodle soup called Yakamane from New Orleans is number one. And I don't agree with that, but that's what they say is number one. <laughs> uh, so what are we starting with this morning? Let's officially start with Pete's on Johnston. Man, thankfully, Lafayette Fire Department acted swiftly and extinguished the fire at Pete's yesterday on Johnston Street. This is an update from KATC.com. Lafayette Fire investigators determined the fire originated in a fenced-in area attached to the exterior of Pete's which was, from what I understand, the like the grease trap area. And there was smoke seen coming, uh, seen coming from the building. And that was due to an automated grease maintenance machine with two large grease containers for kitchen uh, fryers. Only employees and food supply personnel utilized that area. Firefighters responded about 2.30 yesterday. And crews confirmed the building was on fire and spreading to the roof. It took 20 minutes to extinguish a fire. Portions of the building sustained heavy fire damage, and the seating area had smoke damage. So Pete's is closed. Not for good. They're closed until they can get this cleaned up and get this ready, and then they're going to open back up. But follow them on social media. I saw they posted about it yesterday and said, look, we just, we, we're, we're going we're gonna to get this done. You're going to get this cleaned up, and we're going to open back up. So that was trending and viral yesterday afternoon here in Acadiana. Also, this was trending yesterday, too. And Seth mentioned in the comments that Brobridge also getting a Whataburger. But Youngsville. There's a new shopping center in Youngsville announced it will include a Whataburger. And I think this was some news officially released by, I think it was developing Lafayette. They may have been one of the first to break that news, quote unquote, yesterday. And then the Youngsville Chamber of Commerce officially announced that a new 14,500 square foot shopping center, which will be known as Kane Center, will break ground this fall in Sugar Mill Pond at the roundabout at East Milton and Bonan Road. There's going to be re uh, retail stores there, restaurants there, and a new Whataburger location has been announced ahead of the shopping center's development, and the franchise anticip anticipates a tentative opening in 2024. So if you're around the Youngsville area, 24-hour service at Whataburger. I saw a few posts on developing life here this morning. I think some people that live in Sugar Mill Pond not happy that the Whataburger is open 24 hours and nearby. But, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's happening. Uh, what else we got this morning? 
Oh, this was trending yesterday. Michael Orr from Blindside, football player. Highly decorated high school player, college player, NFL player, suing his Blindside family for taking advantage of him. And that's the twoies. And when I saw this yesterday, I'm like, I cannot believe that Tim McGraw and Sandra Bullock did this to Michael Orr. I, I, could, I couldn't believe it. I didn't think Tim McGraw would do something like that, man. He had enough uh, Taco Bells and Pizza Huts and fast food restaurants. He didn't have to take advantage of Michael Orr. But Michael Orr claims that he recently found out that Sean and Leanne Tui never adopted him. And that was just a joke. I know it's not real life. Tim McGraw, Sandra Bullock played Sean and Leanne Tui. But he says that they never adopted him. Instead, they tricked him into signing documents, making them his conservators. Almost like what we've been hearing about Britney Spears, right? So was that investigation that was done legit? Now, as his conservators, Michael Orr claims they deprived him of rights to his name, image, and likeness. The conservatorship gave them the authority to handle all of Michael's financial and legal affairs. If they'd adopted him, he would have retained those rights. Also, there are claims that Sean and Leanne Tui made millions off the movie along with their two kids, while Michael Orr claims that he didn't get anything. Michael Orr wants to go to court to terminate the conservatorship and force the Tuies to forfeit all the money they made off of the rights and his name and the story. His lawsuit says, quote, where other parents of Michael's classmates saw Michael simply as a nice kid in need, conservators Sean Tuie and Leanne Tuie saw something else. A gullible young man whose athletic talent could be exploited for their own benefit. Sean Tuohy is denying that the family made any money off the movie and they would never, ever try to exploit Michael. He says they remained very close with Michael Orr until about a year and a half ago. So I guess that's maybe where it started to go south. And the Tuohy's are also responding. The biological son of Sean and Leanne Tuohy Lo SJ, they responded to the petition filed by Michael on Monday, yesterday, and suggested that Michael may have known that he wasn't officially adopted before February 2023, as stated in the court filing. So they're saying that he, he knew that he wasn't officially adopted before what he's stating in the lawsuit that's filed. SJ revealed in an interview with Barstool Sports on Monday that the that old text messages between Michael and the Tui family allegedly showed that Michael may have been aware of this at least as early as 2020. So it looks like there's some some truth to this. You know, how much, when, all that stuff. Well, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. SJ also says, if he says he learned that in February, I find it hard to believe. 
I went back to my text today to look at. I was curious today, randomly, to go back and look at our family group text and text to see things that have been said. There were things back in 2020, 2021 that were like, if you guys give me this much, then I won't go public with things. So I don't know if that's true. I think everyone learned in the past year about the conservatorship stuff because of Britney Spears. So maybe that's the case, but it doesn't add up, says SJ. So Michael Orr was drafted by the Ravens in 2009, filed a petition in court yesterday to end the conservatorship saying that he learned in February of 2023 that the family never legally adopted him. And that's what some of that story saying, that if they would have legally adopted him and he would have been their quote-unquote legal son, then they couldn't have done what he alleges that they did and make money off of him. That could get, that could get interesting, huh? 818 here inside of the Power Hour. Planet Radio 106.7. Few sports headlines real quick. Former Seattle Seahawks, Ravens running back Alex Collins passed away at the age of 28 as a result of a motorcycle crash. He died on Sunday night in a crash in Lauderdale Lakes, Florida, according to the Broward County Sheriff's Office report. And again, Alex was 28. The crash occurred at approximately 9.20 p.m. Central Time on Sunday. Per the police report, he was traveling eastbound on a 2004 Suzuki GSX R600K motorcycle. And per investigators, a driver of a Chevrolet Suburban SUV proceeded to turn left to travel south on Northwest 33rd Avenue. And as the Suburban crossed the eastbound lanes, the motorcycle collided with the rear passenger side of the SUV. And per the report, the impact of the crash caused Collins to come to rest inside the SUV dam. Collins was pronounced dead at the scene, and the circumstances of the crash are under investigation. Collins would have been 29 later this month, and he was a fifth-round draft pick in, pick in 2016 for Seattle and he played at Arkansas. Also, a couple other big names trending. Will the Jets be someone to look out for this year? Jets got Aaron Rodgers. Does he still have a little bit left in the tank? And also yesterday, the Jets signed Dalvin Cook to a one-year deal for $8.6 million with the Jets. Dalvin Cook, one of those names that I don't think lived up to the hype. And poor guy got hurt a lot, too. If you ever had him on a fantasy football team, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But he agreed to a one-year deal with the Jets worth up to $8.6 million. And another big name signed as well, and that's ex-Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke agreed to a one-year deal worth, worth up to $6 million. Why can't I talk today? With New England. If you remember, Zeke was released by the Cowboys this offseason after seven seasons with the Cowboys, and he had a free agent visit with the Patriots back in July, towards the end of July, and he ended up signing. He even posted a picture of his new look 
Zeke got this. Um, he got a clean look now because remember he had his he had a thick beard. He had some you know some thick long hair. Now the hair is kind of cut off. He got like this normal looking cut. His beard's trimmed down, and I guess he is ready to run for the Patriots. And, and the Patriots are known for taking some some older running backs. You know maybe there's going to be uh, some good for Zeke to be in New England. We'll have to wait and see. But it's 8.22, going to take a quick three-minute break, and we're going to come back with more. We're coming back with my take on Oliver Anthony, the guy who did the song Rich Men North of Richmond. Plus, we got that uh-uh story, the guy that strapped 39 pancakes to his chest to understand his wife's struggles. That's coming up. <laughs> and then also this, incentives that jobs offer their employees instead of giving them raises. So think about that. Think about the, those pizza parties you had. Uh, you know, maybe you got you got that uh, you got that you get to leave work one hour early card, huh? Because you did something good. Congratulations, man! We're going to award you. Boy, in your head, you're thinking, "All right, dude, I'm gonna get like a dollar raise, maybe a two dollar raise," and they hand you this little slip. Like, oh, oh, damn! Did they just cut me? Nope. Oh, you, I get off, I get off one hour early. I exceeded my numbers this month, and you're telling me that I get off one hour early? Thank you. Thank you. Y'all are the best. <laughs> so that kind of stuff is coming up, and there's some of these that I've never seen before. So hang on for three minutes. We're coming back inside the Power Hour. All right. Uh... Noah says we get raises and play top golf. That's pretty good. Scott says World of Beer has the best brunch to cure your hangover on the weekends. Man, I've never been to the World of Beer since they opened. Never been there. Guess I'm going to have to go and, and check it out, maybe. What else we got? Uh, oh, Scott says pancakes. Yeah, this cat strapped 39 pancakes onto his chest just so he can see uh, how his wife, I guess, deals with everyday life. She might be kind of heavy set. I don't know. Some of us got some little man boobies too, you know? Those rocking the dad bods. We understand a little, a little some of it, right? Uh, also, don't forget, I'll mention this while we are in a commercial break. Spank the Monkey, Route 92, Saturday night. You want to go? Got a spot for you and a friend on the guest list. Just go to listentotheplanet.com. And then also cannot forget about, uh, Scott says, why 39 was his wife lopsided. Not sure. So 39, because you're right, you can't put an even amount. You know, that's like putting, uh, what, 20 on one side and 19 on the other? I don't know. Uh, Robin says, how much is cover? Uh, Robin, I'm not sure. I think it's 10. You'd have to check Route92.com. I am not sure. Uh, or it's Route92LiveMusic.com. And you can check it out. Brent says, we can't give you a raise, but Friday will be Hawaiian shirt day. You can wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Dude, these companies are looking out. They're looking out for us. Um but yeah, so, and then also can't forget about the Fantasy Football League, first ever league. Uh, if you want to try to play, you're going to be drawing eight winners. Those eight people joining me and joining Phil 
at Twin Peaks. Phil works at Twin Peaks. We're going we're gonna to let him join since it was his idea. You know, I had to let him in. But we're going to have a draft at Twin Peaks with a draft board, all, you know, all that stuff. I'm going to have food, non-alcoholic beverages for free. You want to drink a beer, you can. That's on you. Uh, but that's going to be our draft will be on Thursday, August 31st. And I will draw eight winners next Friday. So if you want to get in on that, go to listen to theplanet.com. Hang on. So welcome back to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. It's Chris Logan, your morning show host. From 8 until 9, we go in. What's trending, what's happening, what's viral, what are some of the top stories of the day? This guy has been trending since Sunday. That's when I first saw the video. I didn't talk about him yesterday. I wanted to, but I didn't. His name is Oliver Anthony. He is the redheaded bluegrass slash country singer that's going viral for his song, Rich Men North of Richmond. Now, I, I'm not going to play the song. There's a couple little, little words in there. But if you want, you haven't seen it yet, just search for it. You might be able to find it if you search for it. That's something else I got to talk about coming up, too. But that song shot to the top of U.S. Apple Music chart. Also shot to the top of the iTunes country chart. And he racked up more than 9 million views in five days. So he's just an independent singer. Uh, the video that went viral looked like he was in the woods with his guitar and his microphone. And he was singing. Very emotionally singing. That went viral. He's an off-the-grid farmer in a small town in Virginia. And he went viral pretty much overnight. So have you heard that song? Have you seen it? Uh, some of the lyrics are, you know, very true. Complaints about politician, taxes, even pokes at welfare, uh, paying for fudge rounds, uh, working overtime, you know, getting getting the taxes paid for you, all that stuff. Go and go and listen to it if you haven't seen it yet. You know, and my issue is on that man. You know, this morning I, I had to, I wanted to talk about it yesterday, but I had to let it. Just kind of simmer for a day because I wanted to see what was going to happen with it. And exactly what happened is what I thought was going to happen. Most radio stations won't touch it because they're scared to touch it. They're scared to agree with the majority. It's almost like Aaron Lewis's uh, uh, Am I the Only One? Another song. Very, very. Similar 
to this one by Oliver Anthony. Shot to the top of the charts. Views were crazy, viral, all over the place for Aaron Lewis. So it seems like a lot of people spoke and gravitated towards that, just like this. What happened? Corporate radio said, uh-uh, no, no, we can't play that. You know, most 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 corporate sta- stations, they uh, say that they're local and they serve the public, and you know, but they they program to like these national charts instead of really what's what's resonating. You know, you take any other song besides something like this that ignited some people, most of the country feels this way, or I don't care what color you are, go to social media, you'll see all people are gravitating towards this song because people are fed up with what's going on. But the media is not saying that. They, they don't want to rile up the majority. They rather do it the other way. But you take any other song that would shoot to the iTunes chart, that would shoot to the Apple Music chart on the top, that would get 9 million views in five days, you know, something by Cardi B, boom, dude, radio's on it. But this, uh uh-uh, no. Let's not be what the real people are are listening to or gravitating to. Let's, Let's not do it. And, you know, in, in my search, it was, things came up, but I want to say Fox News and then maybe in NBC News were the only major outlets that had anything about this guy, Oliver Anthony. I tell you every day that when I search for things online, I, I go to Google Trends just to see what are some some of the top things being searched. You would think this guy... Going to the top of the iTunes chart, Apple Music chart, 9 million views in days he would be being searched for, right? Mm-mm. Didn't even come up. And I'm like, dude, y'all are, y- y'all, uh, y'all are something. And I don't mean y'all listening. I just mean y'all that's controlling things. I'm like, you know that that cat was being searched for and not coming up in the top 10 on Google? Get out of here. But they don't want to let out anything that would fire the majority up, right? The the normal working class Americans, and I don't, again, it's not about color, race, creed, nothing. Because there's a lot of different people of different backgrounds and, and colors and ethnicity that are, are fed up with what's going on right now. And, and what's what's happening in the world. But they don't want to fire those people up. You know, I told you the other day about that fight in, in Montgomery over the, uh, the parking spot, that pontoon boat. They turned that into a racial thing when the chief of police said there was nothing racial about it. The guy that got into the fight said there was nothing racial about it. It was just some drunk beep that didn't want to listen. Right? But they turned it racial to fire everybody up because they know division, there's more control. If, if, Dude, I'm telling you, there's power in the people if we come together. They just don't want it to happen. But go and listen, go and listen to that, that song if you haven't yet. The constant division by the media killing us. That's why I'm just saying, get off of that, get off of the car- the carousel. Put down the candy apple, the cotton candy, get off for a little while and, and just look around. That's all I'm saying. 
You know, but the couple story, there's a couple stories that I did see when I Googled this cat's name, who's who's been viral enough to come up in Google search over the past few days. He's started going viral on Sunday. But he's not coming up in a, in a Google search very much. But he is coming up on independent.co. And guess what the headline is? Viral right-wing anthem by country singer Oliver Anthony branded offensive and fatphobic. See? See? And this one from NBC News. How an obscure country artist viral song became a conservative anthem. You know, they go on, you know, how it caught right-wing attention of Dan Bongino and John Rich. They go into all that stuff. You know, but they, they just fail to realize, you know, how many people turn to it. It's downloaded, listening to it, purchased, all that stuff. That means nothing. But let Cardi B go number one on the iTunes chart. Radio going to be all over it. This, uh-uh. No, no, no. Corporate said, no, we can't play that. Out of touch, man. Out of touch. All right. Uh, but something else you, you are going to find, the other top national headline is the Georgia election investigation, all that stuff with uh, President Trump. We're, we're not going to get into that. That was one of the biggest national headlines. Get off the carousel a little bit and go look at go look at every other uh, uh, presidential election on either side, and see how much they they fight to get elections overturned. They just don't. They just they never showed that to us though, because they never had a reason to. Because all the same people are are in power, and it and it 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 didn't really matter. But all that stuff went on for many many years, and one person who wasn't part of the the group. Wasn't part of the cool kids group. Uh-uh. We got to get that cat out of here. RFK on the other side, the other guy with the D by his name. Same thing. We got to get this guy out of here. He's talking too much truth, man. He's talking too much truth. All right, let me take my tinfoil hat off and let's get into this. Uh, this is an uh-uh story for the day. And <laughs> this guy right here, by the way, it's 836, Planet Radio 106.7. This guy wanted to feel like he wanted to understand his wife's struggle, so he strapped 39 pancakes to his chest. <laughs> and why 39? I don't know. Why not 40 or 38? Was she lopsided? I Maybe she was. Scott mentioned that in our online, our Facebook comments. Why 39? I don't know. Let's see. This is from uh, news.com.au. So he stuffed 39 pancakes into a sports bra to understand what his wife goes through every day. And, of course, it is on social media. It's on TikTok. At Casey Brim, C-A-S-E-E-B-R-I-M. He took to social media to reveal that, uh, oh, sorry, Casey is the she. And took to social media to reveal she discovered her F-cup bra size was the equivalent of 39 pancakes. So she challenged her husband to stuff a sports bra with just that, instructing him to go for a run with his new padded chest to feel what she experiences every day. 
before putting their experiment to action, they headed to the supermarket to stock up on pancakes. Casey's boyfriend, Brandon, immediately ran into an issue when he tried to put his seatbelt on in the car, asking how he was going to fit it over his shirt. And she said, shot back, quote, welcome to my life. When the pair started on their run, he immediately noticed there was sweat under the pancakes and had to keep clutching at his pancake chest to make it easier to run. So I guess he was running and his pancakes were bouncing. And it was hard for him to run with his bouncy pancakes, so he had to hold him a little bit. The sports bra wasn't, uh, you know, didn't keep him intact enough. But Casey cheered on her old man. She said, quote, you're doing great, sweetie. At the end, she asked what it felt like to have her breast size for their workout. And he said, quote, look, it's hard. He agreed with his wife that chest size wasn't all that it's cracked up to be. The video has since got close to 1 million views since it was posted towards the end of July. See what I mean? Like they gravitate towards stuff like this, although this is kind of entertaining and, and like I laugh at it. But you see, it's racked up a million views. Let's do a couple stories on it. The guy that racked up 9 million views. Uh-uh. Keep, keep that down. Keep Oliver Anthony down. But, you know, with this TikTok video, so social media users share their own tales of life with a, a larger size, if you will. And congratulated Brandon for taking on the challenge. Uh, I mean, a couple comments, but I'm not going to mention it. But 39 pancakes stuffed into this guy's Shirt wearing a sports bra. He wanted, his wife wanted to feel like, wanted him to feel like what she feels like every day. And it took 39 pancakes. Not 38. Not 40. 39. I wonder which side he put, uh, what? What's half of 38? Uh, or 40. So that would be 20. So he put, what, 20 on one side and then 19 on the other? She might have been a little off balance. Or maybe that was what was inside the number of pancake packages that they bought. I really don't know. <laughs> I wish it would have went in a little bit more about what, you know, why exactly 39? 840 here inside the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. What's the perfect temp for you? This research journal said this should help end the thermostat wars. Researchers found the optimal temp for mood for most Americans is 72 degrees, which is about room temp, with the mood decreasing if temperatures became significantly higher or lower. So I wonder if the electric company is going to change that 78. You know, what, what they used to say or what they still say, you know, put, put your fan on, set your thermostat on 78. No, I don't want to cook. I don't want to cook. I don't want to smell the onions. I'm not going to set my thermostat to 78. It's going to come down a little bit. Robin commented 75. Paul says 74. But it says most Americans would agree 72 be the 
the most popular optimal room temp. And it's tough around here, man. We're hitting the 102s, 103s, 104s with a heat index of 206. You run your AC at 72 or lower during the day. That thing's struggling. Keeping up, though. And then what about this? In order to help the environment, there are fewer plastic straws and more paper ones. People were asked, how do you feel about paper straws? 17% of people like them. Another 17% say they suck. And the remainder of the survey had no feelings about paper straws one way or the other. As that goes to show, the majority didn't even care about paper straws. But, but, but don't worry about that. Don't worry that the majority doesn't care about paper straws. Let's worry about the 17% that do. <laughs> See, the whole, like, it's, like, it's like the whole thing. The majority didn't give up 17%. Uh, I like them. The other 17% say they suck. So out of the 100%, 17% of them say they like them. And they're going to keep rolling out paper straws, man. I saw a video the other day. It was some older man. I think he was in New York City. And he was like, look at this. I got a paper straw. In a big-ass plastic cup. And he had, like, just this big, clear cup. Probably came from a coffee shop. And it might have been one of these cold drinks. I don't know. I'm, I don't frequent coffee places because I told y'all before that I feel dumb when I go to coffee places because I don't know how to order. So I just stay with my Keurig and my community coffee pods, and we're good to go. Like, I need somebody to hold my hand whenever I go to these coffee shops. Dude, I want, just give me like a, like a coffee small. Ah, oh, venti, tall. Wait, what are you talking about, man? Just, just, give, just give me a little coffee. That's, that's, that's all I want. But he had this big plastic cup. And he was like, make this make sense. It was a huge, extra large, or whether they call it extra venti, extra tall. I don't know what the hell it was. But it was this big old plastic cup with a little paper straw. He was like, make it make sense. Sorry, doll. I can't help you there. What about this? This is from BuzzFeed. And it is 34 widely stupid company perks that prove employers will literally offer you anything but a raise. Now, I've been living on that radio money for most of my life, which is hardly, it's, it's hardly anything. Right? It's always, always fun. I, I remember one time I asked for a raise. And you know, uh, you know what I was told? You know, just be happy and proud that you work at blank radio station. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a good one. I'm like, next time I go to Walmart to buy some Pampers for my kids, I'm going to say, oh, I'm just going to take these because I work at Blank Radio Station. Thank you. True story. True story. <laughs> oh, you think I, dude, I work at this station. Can I get these Pampers and milk for free? Thank you. That's what my boss told me. He wouldn't give me a raise, but he said just to be happy that I, I work for the station. And look, we got to be thankful we have a job. Don't get it twisted. But at some point, you're putting in some work, man. You're doing good things. You should get rewarded. And not with a slice of pizza. No, not with a link of boudin. 
not with a Kalashi from, from Meshes. Now, look, if you, if you want to talk, um, you know, $500 in free boudin for the year, maybe, all right? But don't just give me a link. No, don't, don't just give me one link. Don't give me one crackling and tell me that I'm doing a good job. But what about this? This company gave their employee an extra 10-minute break as a reward for work well done. <laughs> but there were rules that went along with this. But the 10 minutes had to be asked for a day in advance and couldn't be added to existing breaks. So they, they, they showed it. There's a picture. You want an extra 10-minute break, 10 minutes underlined. Rules. One, give at least a 24-hour notice. Two, do not have to pick the same day. Number three, cannot be added to your regular breaks. Number four, expires within 30 days. And number five is choose wisely. Sometimes employers, like these big companies, are just the same as government, government, man. They don't understand the people. This one, this workplace gave employees a single mint for generating an extra $6 million in sales. Looks like they went to Pinterest and looked up some ideas to thank their employees. So it's this piece of paper. And it looks like it was printed, what was it back in the day? Uh, well, like banner printer. 99 that everybody printed these happy birthday banners back in the day. Remember, remember that it looks like that's what they did it with. So there is a lifesavers mint that's taped. <laughs> you can't make this up. There's a lifesavers mint that's taped to this paper and it says, thank you for your encourage mint. And then mint is M I N T and it's in green. Commitment, investment, involvement, and all of them's in green and M-I-N-T. With a uh, with a driving sales and beating our plan by six million dollars, the bottom says you are very appreciated. Dude, I would have crumpled up that paper. If I'd have been like the top sales guy that got him to that six million, dude, I swear I would have crumpled up that paper, threw it back at him, and walked out. This company gives their good employees workbooks, and there's some cringy emojis on them too. And you can redeem them for top ramen and granola bars. <laughs> and there's a picture of them too. They're LM one dollars. Congratulations, you did the thing. And there's a gold star. And the other one there's his other little avatar-looking thing, and it says Ocur. Uh, this job gave out Monopoly money that could be used at the company's store of random items, which were prohibitively expensive, according to the, to the original poster. This person had close to 400 bucks in the picture. And she says, I couldn't afford anything but free snacks. Almost like going to uh, uh, you know, these restaurants that have the, the, what, the arcade games, and you're trying to get that stuff, that stuffed animal that's on the top shelf. You know, but you got to keep pumping in quarters and pumping in quarters to get all the tickets, and you still can't get enough, kind of like that. Uh, this is a picture of a, of a banana. This boss gave their employee a singular banana to celebrate their first year at the company. Thank you. Somebody else put a picture of a little plate lunch. 
And it said, here's the huge reward that ER workers got for their worst month since COVID times. And it is a very light styrofoam, uh, what, like plate lunch container. And it looks like two pieces of pita bread, some pork and beans, and there is a dry hot dog. So there's this regular hot dog bun, a burnt weenie, and ketchup on top of it. This one, instead of giving out raises, this employer gave out cups filled with 100 grand bars, then put this tongue-in-cheek note on it. The tongue-in-cheek note, uh, no, you wanted money. You just have to settle for 100 grand. We won the jackpot having you on our team. Thanks for being such a great employee. That went straight, straight to the trash. Dude, I would have fed Oscar the Grouch with that. Really? You're going to give me that? This employer gave employees a literal rock as an appreciation gift that said, you rock on it. (laughs) This one can't be real. There is a empty Ziploc bag, and on the top of it, there is a note stapled to it. I know this bag looks, looks empty, but it's actually filled with our love. No way. No way. Uh, Also, this one, the boss promised drumsticks for Employee Appreciation Day and then brought in drumsticks, you know, the ice cream with the little cone and the ice cream on the top covered in chocolate. Instead of bringing the big ones, they brought the small ones, the miniature ones. (laughs) What else are a couple good ones? Probably won't have time to get to all 34. Uh, This person got an orange with a note that says, Orange, you the best. Uh, This hospital gave out gifts for long-term service, and if you make it to 30 years, you get the best prize of $100. If you were there five years, you got a whopping 25. There was also a picture of this. This employee gave out a stuffed animal to their adult employees as an incentive. Attention, everyone, working tomorrow. There's going to be a competition for the highest sales per hour. Winner gets this bad boy. And it's this little small unicorn-looking stuffed animal. Free lunch for working is a cheese sandwich with, uh, it looks like a little granola bar and like a little uh, chocolate in in a wrapper. Pizza party, nice email. That's another one, too. Uh, Look, this one says, these employees also didn't get raises, but look how much pizza pizza they got. And, dude, it's like a quarter of a a pizza slice. So I guess instead of getting 15 large pizzas, they got five, and then they just cut them up into smaller pieces. All right, y'all, everybody gets one piece. Thanks for your hard work. Now get back to work. (laughs) Dude. Come on, man. Well, that's on BuzzFeed if you want to see a few more. This one says, this workplace also threw a pizza party but made the employees pay for it. Come on. This employee found $15 million in missing funds and was rewarded with a letter. I mean, there's nothing that says thank you. We appreciate you like a good letter. 
This employee helped generate $27 billion in profit, got a $15 Longhorn Steakhouse gift card with a thank you note. Handwritten, by the way. Handwritten. Employee Appreciation Day. No way. This, this can't be right. The prizes for spins, candy bar, box of cereal, juice, head of lettuce. Oh, company employee appreciation. They gave out free beanies. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? There's, there's a couple more. Gave out candy for a special occasion and then threatened employees who might dare to take more than one single size fun piece. So there was a little basket of candy, like the single size, a little small Butterfingers, Nestle Crunch. What else they got? Looks like uh, maybe three Musketeers. And there's two sticky notes on it. And if you work in an office setting, man, you know about those sticky notes. There's one sticky note that says take one and then parentheses. So it's take O-N-E, take one, then parentheses, number one, piece of candy, please. The other one says we are watching cameras and managers are going to stop putting candy out. Thank you. This workplace gave their employee a prepaid Amex card that didn't even work to celebrate five years at the company. That was probably an old one that the boss found in his drawer. Oh, give that to Chris, man. He, he, did, a, he did a good job. Did you imagine being that employee? Look, Chris, man, look, you just want to say thank you. See, look, and you get a little card. I don't know, dude, maybe 50, 100 bucks. You do something good. You know, like, don't. Don't, don't give your employee a piece of candy. You know, just get 25, 50 bucks, maybe you know, a little gift card, whatever. And you get that gift card and then there's nothing on it because the boss probably used it and didn't realize that he, that he used it. And then, and then this one too, uh, this employee got a silver coin for working through the pandemic. The coin says, in appreciation for your dedicated efforts during the COVID-19 pandemic, Disaster relief 2020. Person was commemorated with a coin, bruh. All right, wrapping up the power hour for today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, we do uh, live video feed every morning from eight until nine. You can watch and you can interact along. You can comment on the Facebook Live. I, I, I can't see if you're watching, but I can see if you comment. Uh, got a couple stories, a $10 budget per Christmas party. Come on, man. When they raking in billions in profits, you know, but that manager don't get the bonus. If, if the numbers don't look quite right, you know, can't, can't give you a little bonus. Cause if, if the overall numbers, you know, the gross profits or net profits don't look too good, then they're not going to get their bonus. So that's why they got to give you the little coin saying, thank you. Or maybe go to the dollar store, buy that bag of candy, put it out. Hey, take one. Like you some freaking six-year-old trick-or-treating or something. Take one. So more 90s and 2000s rock coming up. We got Metallica, the whiskey in the jarro, the little Irish jig coming up. We got live, got stroke nine, going to get to stain, going to get to two skinny J's, fastball, and more all coming up next hour. Keep it where you got it.